What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today I am here to review the final movie in our Alien in Review series, Alien Covenant. This is the eighth and final review, so two months worth of watching Alien movies. And I gotta say, it started off really strong with one and two, or I say it started off good with one and two. And then in the middle, I really struggled to get through this series. And then the final two movies, I got to say, ended on a higher note than what I I was going through in the middle of the series. The middle of the series is just, it's tough to get through. Not going to lie, super tough. But at the end of this review, I will be dropping my official rankings of the Alien series. I will rank every single movie eight to number one. At the end of this review. And before we jump into this uh, review of Alien Covenant, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. We have a few different tiers that you can support us at. Supporting us at any of those tiers gets you access to a slew of extra content each and every month. And then it helps us get better equipment so we can give you, in return, better content. So, patreon.com slash two game. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, and Lindsay Humble. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier each and every month. We would not be able to do this without y'all. So, thank you so much. And also, before we jump into this review, I do want to say that we are currently in the progress of doing war movies in review. We have reviewed three movies up to this point. That is The Patriot, Saving Private Ryan, and Lone Survivor. And then Patreon supporters get two bonus episodes. Uh, when we do our, our genre series, they get two bonus episodes. So they got Enemy at the Gates and Full Metal Jacket as part of our genre series. And at the end of this month, we will be dropping a top 10 list on our top 10 favorite war movies that we've watched. I have watched uh, 17 movies up till now. So lots and lots of war movies. I believe I have three or four more movies to watch, so that'll end this series with 20-slash-21 movies uh, watched for the genre series. Coming up in the next couple months, Zombies in Review. I should be finished with X-Men in Review. I'm doing those at the same time as this Alien series. So once X-Men is done, we will be starting Zombies in Review. I wrote down a list of all the zombie movies that I would have to watch. It's, it's a page long. And I had some of those I had right next to each other with their sequels. So lots of zombie movies. I'm going to have to start early on that. And then after Zombies in Review, we're going to take a little bit of a break and then back at it with Horror in Review uh, in October. Part 2, I should say. And if you want to listen to some of our Horror in Review series, go back to like one of our first few episodes and you'll get that series right there, Part 1. But that is enough of the housekeeping for today. I'm, I'm ready to talk about some Alien Covenant, so let's jump into it. The crew of a colony ship bound for a remote planet discover an uncharted paradise with a threat beyond their imagination and must attempt a harrowing escape. This movie, like the last one and the original, directed by Ridley Scott, he's directed... Uh, Black Hawk Down, The Martian, Gladiator, Blade Runner, American Gangster, and like I said, Prometheus and the original Alien movie. This had a budget of $97 million, and it grossed worldwide $240.9 million. It stars Michael Fassbender, 
Catherine Waterston, and Billy Crudup. And it has a runtime of two hours and two minutes. It was released worldwide May 19th, 2017. This was the this or this is the second of a planned quadrilogy. The next film was even being written at the time of this movie, titled Alien Awakening. But the future is uncertain at this point because this was a 20th Century Fox property that is now in the hands of Disney. So we don't know what exactly we're getting with the Alien series moving forward. But this was a planned, it was supposed to be three movies, and then Ridley Scott said, well, let's do four movies. So that's kind of where that came through. But the issue that has come about with these first two movies is this was not his original vision for the series uh, with these two movies because he started with Prometheus, and if you if you look at Prometheus, it is completely different than all the other Alien movies, even even with this one, Alien Covenant, and that's mainly because of fan reactions to Prometheus and how that movie had strayed too far from the Alien formula. So he kind of had to rework it, and he was not supposed to include the the Xenomorph or the Neomorph, whatever the hell you want to call it, in this movie. He was supposed to more more focus on the engineers, uh, but due to fan reaction, he changed the story up. Uh, Covenant begins on December 5th, 2104, and it ends a few weeks later in 2105. This is 17 years prior to the original Alien film, which takes place in 2122. The Neomorph's physiology and body structure was inspired by the real-world bodily anatomy of the Goblin Shark. And for the first time since Alien 3, an alien's POV is shown. However, in this film, we see the alien's visual spectrum. So jumping into my general impressions of this movie... I have I have a lot to say, so I don't know exactly where I'm going to begin with this. Uh, first off, I, just, I guess I should start with the trailer. So I watched the trailer before I started this movie, and as I'm watching the trailer, I was like, "Bruh, I don't know, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. Like, this looks dumb. Like, I do not like the trailer at all. The trailer was it was pretty awful. The one that I watched, it, it seemed more like it had more action in it." It just it didn't feel like Prometheus to me. It felt like I don't even know. It just did not feel like an alien movie to me when I originally watched that trailer. So going into the movie, my expectations got got lowered a little bit because I mentioned this in the Prometheus review that I had just done. The biggest issue that I had with Prometheus was the fact that they asked so many questions in that movie that you don't get answers to. Like, the movie is, like, super convoluted in that. It's, like, it's real difficult to... I wouldn't say difficult to understand what the movie is saying, but you, you don't know exactly... The very beginning of uh, Prometheus, I asked the question when I originally was watching that, like, what the hell is even going on? And it took me having to, like, look at other reviews, look at other people's opinions of what happened to kind of get what was going on. Like, they didn't straight up just tell you what was happening in the movie. And that's either a good thing or a bad thing, and it depends on whether you like that thing or not. Now, this movie does not feel like Prometheus at all. It looks like it, but it does not feel like it. Uh, shout out. I think the movie does look as gorgeous as Prometheus, although it, it doesn't feel as sci-fi in, in comparison to Prometheus. Because Prometheus, I mean, you're in the ship, you're seeing all this sci-fi stuff in the ship, 
and that that world which is not you know it's not this paradise whereas this one it feels like they're I don't know they're in Scotland for a, a lot of these scenes I believe so they're filming over there so it's like real world settings almost like the way it looks uh, the other so Prometheus to me feels more feels more sci-fi if that's even a word it is now but I think in comparison this movie does look just as gorgeous I think they use a little bit more CGI in this one compared to the other and I think that ultimately hurts it a little bit because that was one of the strengths in Prometheus was the fact that it looked more practical and it wasn't it wasn't so fake looking whereas this one there are scenes with the with the neomorph that it just it doesn't look good it really doesn't now before i jump into the actual story of alien covenant i do want to mention some other things that i had noticed throughout this movie whether those be good things or bad things i i felt like the the movie was actually well paced i i was watching this movie and it takes about 40 minutes before things get going in the movie yeah they have a little little thing that happens at the very beginning but it's very brief shout out so it's about 40 minutes before things really start getting going in this movie but that's not a bad thing okay no, normally you're like oh it takes about 40 minutes for this movie to get good that's not the case because i looked down at the time when you know when they started actually doing things in the movie and it was 40 minutes i was like oh wow i it felt it felt like 20 minutes so the pacing is actually pretty good it just takes a little while to get into the into the meat of the story. And with that being said, the last third of this movie, I, I wouldn't say that I disliked it because I don't. I actually do like the last third of this movie, but the last third of this movie is just not what I wanted out of this movie. It's not what I wanted out of this new Prometheus uh, prequel series or whatever you want to call it. It, it just became very action-heavy and like cgi heavy and it just it, i wasn't a fan of it i preferred the way prometheus was going and I, I know i'm about to dive into a little bit of the story details here so i guess i'll just go ahead and say it i mentioned this in my review of prometheus i said i wasn't sure what was going to happen in alien covenant with the questions that were being asked in prometheus were they going to get answered in covenant and that was my biggest thing was would that actually make Prometheus an even better movie if they answered those questions in Covenant? And they do to some degree, but for the most part, they don't. They actually kind of backtrack on a lot of things. Like in Prometheus, there's these promises of you're going to find out, you know, where where life came from. Who are the creators of life? Uh, what, why were we made? Uh, who are the engineers? What, what kind of planet do they live on? Now, it does show the planet of the engineers. And at first you're like, what, wait, what is this? And then you realize, oh, wait, this is like before. Like these are the engineers and all that. And this is when David arrives. And then you're watching this and it looks like he spreads the virus to the engineers. I, I think they went there originally to kill all of the engineers. I, I don't know because they don't specifically explain that in the movie. Because apparently Elizabeth Shaw dies at some point between Prometheus and Alien Covenant, which I thought was kind of was kind of dumb, and it, I felt kind of robbed of that storyline because they just wrote her out of the wrote her out of the story. I don't know if that was because of scheduling conflicts or or whatever, but I feel like 
that was something to explore in this in this universe that they had started and now I'm just I'm robbed of it and I have to go to these new set of characters so from what I understand is they went to that home planet to get answers and Elizabeth Shaw died somehow I'm assuming David killed her and then in order to create the the new life the new neomorph the xenomorph he unleashes the virus on the planet which kills everything which is interesting but I wish they would have spent longer than you know four or five minutes explaining it I feel like that could have been a bigger part of the movie hell it probably could have been its own movie I I'm I'm not so sure that they should have just jumped like this feels like number three in the series in comparison to being number two if that makes any sense like I feel like they could have made a whole movie of them visiting this planet and getting the answers and answering those those questions that we had in Prometheus. And then at the end, they just kill everything. And Elizabeth Shaw dies and David unleashes the virus. Like, I feel like that could have been its own little movie. But instead, they spend two to five minutes explaining what happened. And it feels, feels lackluster. It feels like I got robbed of a storyline that I was promised in Prometheus. It was one of the things that I loved about Prometheus. And it was also one of the things that kind of aggravated me about it as well because it, it was questions that weren't so blatantly obvious that were answered within the movie. So now I feel I feel shorthanded is kind of what I feel like after watching this movie. So yeah, I wanted more from the engineers. I wanted more from that, that style of universe. And instead they kind of backtracked and went to a different direction, which is probably in relation to the the fan reaction to Prometheus, which is it's kind of disappointing to be honest with you. So other than that, the story it, it it's decent. It's not as interesting as Prometheus because again, Prometheus it felt very felt very deep. Shout out! It just felt like there was more than just the surface level stuff that they were trying to do. And and again, it depends on whether you like that or not because they were asking questions that were not getting answers to in that particular film. Uh, and also the characters are not as interesting. I feel like they don't do a good job of distinguishing between each character. Like, outside of maybe four or five characters, we don't know who anybody else is in that movie because they just don't do a good job of explaining. At one point, I was like, oh, this person's with that person? No, that's not the case. And it's just they, they didn't make them as interesting. They didn't give them their own personality. Whereas in Prometheus, I, I mean, there was a handful of characters who were who each had their moment to shine. They each had their own personality. And, and yeah, I mean, whether you liked those personalities or not, that's, that's the issue. This one, I, I felt like they didn't go into the characters as much. They were more about, they were more dealing with David and what he was dealing with and creating the Neomorph. That's what they spent a lot of the time to, uh, to explaining. And they kind of disregarded the characters, which is a, a big bummer. It really is. Now, there are a couple other things that I did not like about this movie. While they do some interesting things over the course of this movie, not everything worked for me. Uh, two of those things, uh, just as an example, uh, the xenomorph mimicking David when he comes out of the chest. Okay, I mean, we really haven't seen that at this point in the series. The 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 xenomorphs or the neomorphs, whatever you want to, hell you want to call them, the aliens 
mimicking other humans or androids or whatever. We really haven't seen that. So for this to be a prequel series, I don't know. Maybe if it was like a, uh, if this came after four or something like that, yeah, you know, they're starting to evolve a little bit. But this one, it starts mimicking David, the android, and I'm like, eh, it looks silly. And then also another thing that looks silly are the android fights. On paper, that might sound really cool. Oh, the two androids are going to fight each other. Yeah, but it looked silly when when they actually filmed it, and when you get it on screen, it just, it didn't look right to me. And uh, I felt like we could have used that time to further develop characters or or something else, make the story better instead of focusing on these two androids. It, I, I, I'm not saying the, the entire story is bad because it's not. I, I actually do enjoy the story, even though it does feel very similar to the original, and it feels very similar to Prometheus. It's like a mashup of Prometheus and Alien. And then there's also a little bit of the movie Sunshine in this at the very, very beginning. I get like Sunshine vibes. If you have not seen Sunshine, highly recommend going and watch that. That is a fantastic sci-fi movie that was it was honestly ahead of it ahead of its time. Cause it the things that they do in that movie, obviously they didn't have the technology for, and it seems a product of its time. But if they would have done it nowadays, I feel like Sunshine would be one of the greatest movies ever. So very underrated movie. Go check it out, Sunshine. And another thing that I'm kind of disappointed in this movie is they got rid of the horror genre in this. This is this is almost just just sci-fi. It really is. I was really expecting Ridley Scott to to bring that horror element to this movie, especially now that it's called Alien Covenant. I was I was expecting it with the aliens showing back up. But the Prometheus movie felt more more horror than this one. This seems more of like an action sci-fi movie more than anything. And it's really kind of disappointing because I feel like the series is at its best when it has that horror element in it. And it just missed the mark with this one. And then the last couple of things I want to mention about this movie that I actually do really like. Uh, they have the coolest kills in the entire series in this movie. I, I loved the fact that these these aliens are not just bursting out of the chest anymore. That this one of the kills was bursting out of the dude's back. It was like the grossest thing ever, but it was so badass at the same time. Absolutely loved it. And they do that a few different times in this movie where they just give you some awesome, gory kills. So if you like uh, some gory kills, this movie's going to be right up there for you because I, I feel like the, the design-wise, the practical effects-wise, this movie has the coolest deaths, and they look the realest. And then one last thing is David. I feel like Michael Fassbender is such a phenomenal actor, and I've mentioned this before. He really is. He plays two different roles in this movie, both with different accents. So you tell me how great of an actor you have to be to play, in one movie, two different characters with two different accents. Just fantastic. Uh, a lot of the scenes with David in them, I, I I absolutely love. When Michael Fassbender's on screen, you just pay attention. He is just eating that scene up, just acting his butt off. It's just, he does such a great job in this movie. He is the best part of this movie. And I, I do believe that some of the characters in general are actually pretty good. Uh, Daniels, I wish I'd have gotten more from. I wish there was like a director's cut. I don't know if there is. I couldn't find one. Uh, I think a director's cut and adding maybe... 10, 15 minutes to this movie might actually help it. But again, I like the shorter Alien movies, not necessarily the 
like Alien 2 where it's almost three hours long, it feels like, and it, you feel every little bit of that. So I, I don't know. 10 to 15 minutes, maybe max, to kind of further develop the characters. I like the surface level of these characters. Like, I like the potential of these characters more than anything. But they don't ever hit that 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 sweet spot in these movies. Billy Crudup does a really great job in this movie, I think. I think he is one of the most distinguishable characters in this movie. And then Daniels, who is, I'm guessing, the the hero of the story she doesn't really she doesn't really do anything until the very very end which is disappointing as well if you're going to set up this ripley style character you need to kind of bring her in a lot earlier than what you did so between michael fassbender pilly crudup and katherine waterston i think those those obviously they're, they're the main stars of the movie I, I mentioned earlier in my fun facts i think other than them three the movie falls flat with the characters. I think they did a decent enough job to keep the story moving forward and keep it interesting, uh, mainly because they're so good at acting. So they can kind of make up for the lack of the lack of character development in there because they can do a lot with a little, basically. But overall, I do like this movie. Is it going to be number one? No. But I think overall it is a good movie. I really enjoyed it, and the more I think about it, the more I actually like it. I don't think it comes anywhere near Prometheus and Alien for me. Alien is going to be the top dog. The That is the, the pedestal to which to, to ascend to, because Alien was so perfect. And Prometheus was such a different movie that I wished this movie was more in line with that. Maybe not necessarily ask, making me ask so many questions, that I don't feel fulfilled in that movie, but you could have went more in-depth story than, than what we got. I mean, we were promised engineers, and we didn't get engineers. We got more of Prometheus with the story and uh, the original Alien. And I, I'm all about not having to change things up drastically, but when you when you do that in the original Prometheus and then you come back to this, it's kind of a it's kind of a letdown. It really is. But overall, I gave this movie three and a half stars. It's $15 on Voodoo. I'm I'm not gonna lie, it's not worth $15 to me, but when it's like seven to ten bucks, I'm gonna pick this up. I, I think it's one of the better movies in the Alien series. Uh, I mean again, I came in within low expectations, so it may have just exceeded those by a little bit. But I think there's just enough here to to enjoy this movie and to like it. And I think it is worth picking up on sale. And with this being the last movie, I was thinking to myself, should I just go ahead and buy the the box set that has all the movies? And I'm thinking in my head, no, no, because then I would have to own three and four, and I just I do not want three and four anywhere in my my library of movies. I just I don't. But that's going to conclude my review for Alien Covenant. I gave it three and a half stars. Give it a thumbs up. I do like it. And I do recommend it to people if you're a fan of the series, specifically the original and Prometheus. If you're not a fan of either of those two movies, I don't know if you're going to like this. It's more aligned with those two movies. It's like a it's like a mashup of those two movies more than anything. If you were expecting Prometheus 2.0 where it's some elaborate in-depth story and you can explore more of that world, you're not going to necessarily get that, which is, again, disappointing for me. But let's jump into my official rankings of 
the Alien series. Now we're going to rank all four of the original quadrilogy, AVP 1 and 2, and then the two prequel movies that have been released, Prometheus and Alien. I mean, Prometheus and Covenant, excuse me. So let's jump into it. And number eight, Alien versus Predator, the, la- the the first one. I I don't know what more can be said about this movie. It's just bad. I didn't like the... I didn't like the action. They did have a little bit of the horror element in there, but it took over an hour to actually get to the actual alien versus predator. They focused too much time on the the human characters, and I don't really I don't really care about the human characters, okay? I want to see some aliens versus predator. So that's at number 8, and at number 7, obviously it's AVP 2 Requiem. I think they do just enough to be better, and it's mainly on the back of some better characters and a better setting, uh, in my opinion. And But, I mean, you can basically just cop and paste what I just said about AVP 1 to AVP 2, because it's basically the exact same movie. But, again, they gave you a little bit more of the battle between the two, and they did, and the, the characters were more of a, a secondary notion in that, in that story, which I did appreciate. At number 6... Alien 3. The biggest issue that I have with Alien 3 are the characters. You don't know who is who in that movie because they all look alike. They all talk the same. They do introduce some interesting elements in that movie, and I do like some of the things that they do in that movie that are interesting, but overall just falls flat because, honestly, it's just a little boring. A lot of times, it I mean, there was like five minutes of the alien just running down hallways and then running down hallways. And it, it got very old. It really did. So those are the real, real issues as to why Alien 3 is at number 6. At number 5, Alien Resurrection. And the only reason Resurrection is above Alien 3 is because Resurrection is so damn bad that it's good. And it's it's a damn good time. Now, am I going to watch it again? No. Not going to watch In fact, from this point backwards, so 5, 6, 7, and 8... I will never watch those movies again. I, I, I have no interest in ever watching them again. Resurrection has some of the worst story, the worst dialogue, the worst acting, the worst scenes. Everything about this movie is just absolutely terrible. Alien Three is a better movie than Resurrection. Okay, don't don't get me don't get me wrong. And I don't want you coming at me in the comment section or on the street saying, "Dude, Alien Three is significantly better than Resurrection." It is. Okay, I'm just going off of what I enjoy more, and I had fun with Resurrection versus Alien 3, which I felt a little bored out of my mind there for a little while. Resurrection is just so bad, it's good. At number four, now from here down, these are movies that I will watch again. These are the good movies in the series, which are only four. At number four, and I'm going to get crap for this because it is so low on my list, and it is regarded as one of the the best sequels of all time. So I know I'm going to get a lot of crap for it, but I just don't feel like that movie has to be two and a half hours long because it doesn't have to be. And that is Aliens, the second movie in the series. I I understand that it is regarded as one of the best sequels of all time. It's a good movie. It's just I'm not nearly as high on it as everybody else. And again, I think it could be about 20 minutes shorter and you you won't lose any sleep over it. Yeah, oh, it's character development. Is it, though? Because I don't feel like there's a whole lot of character development in there that tells me about those characters. I, I didn't really care about a lot of them. 
while that movie does look probably the best up to this point as far as like the older movies, obviously Prometheus and Alien Covenant are going to technically look the best because they're newer, but that movie still holds up today. It looks really, really great for its time, and I, I think it is a good movie. It's a more of an action movie than it is a horror movie, but again, they kind of do the same thing with Alien, with this movie that they did with Alien 3. It's a lot of walking down hallways, and I'm just not there for it. Make it about 20, 30 minutes shorter, and I think that movie is significantly better. At number three, Alien Covenant, and I just went through 25 minutes of reviewing Alien Covenant, so that's why it's at number three. I think it it looks great. It's a, it's just a fun movie. It, it, it's an enjoyable movie, and that's why it's at number three. I enjoy it just a little bit more than Aliens. At number two, Prometheus. This is a movie that has grown on me every single time that I watch it. It just gets better. I hated it the first time that I saw it, and for some dumb reason, I decided to buy the movie when it came out, and every time since I've watched it, I love it more. I I do think that they... they do have a bunch of questions in that movie that never get answered, so you don't feel fulfilled in that movie. You feel like it's just a continuation, like you're not getting the full story. Uh, and that's the biggest issue with that movie to me. Other than that, the characters are great, the story is great, I love the setting. Uh, everything about that movie I absolutely love, except just how many questions just do not get answered. Uh, and number one is the masterpiece. Obviously, it has to be the original Alien. This is a movie that I've been wanting to re-watch since I've watched it originally uh, in this review series. It is the only movie that I'm just like, oh man, I could I could go back and just re-watch the hell out of that because it is so perfect. It's a masterpiece, and it's one of the most influential movies of all time. It gave us that horror element in there that I absolutely love. It's just it has the great music, the sci-fi in it, it just everything about it is absolutely perfect to me. So the best movie in the Alien franchise is the original, number one, Alien. Uh, Y'all let me know what you think about this list, uh, where I got it right, where I got it wrong. I'm sure everybody will swap Aliens to number two and then drop Prometheus Covenant down to that, and I'm sure uh, nobody really cares about five through eight. But I, I understand why people love Aliens. It's just it's not for me personally, which is really weird because I do love a lot of action and you do get action in that movie but i'm telling you man just cut that movie about 20 minutes shorter and it's significantly better i don't know how people watch the director's cut i really don't which adds more time to it and i haven't watched the director's cut so but i i have heard that it is better i don't, I don't know how true that is because again i think they should cut time not add more time but y'all let me know what you think about my list what is your favorite what is your top five in this series what are your favorite movies? Let me know. Drop a comment on our Facebook or go to patreon.com slash two game and drop a comment on one of our posts there. Consider supporting us while you're there. And uh, yeah, that's going to conclude Alien in Review. For the foreseeable future, we will be dropping back down to two reviews a week. We were doing three there for a while with the Alien series, X-Men series, plus the reviews that I do with my brother Josh. Uh, it's just, it's too much. I can't do three review series uh, every week. It's a lot of work. It really is. Especially with new movies coming out, it's, it's going to be tough to get all these done. So dropping it back down to two a week, I will finish out X-Men in review in the next month and a half, two months. And then after that, we're going to be jumping into some genre series to close out the year. Got Zombies in review, Horror in review part two. 
And then we're going to close out the year with Christmas in Review. I'm going to be doing that series with my wife. Uh, super, super excited to be doing that series with her. And I know she's excited about that as well. So yeah, stay tuned for future updates on the next upcoming series. As soon as War Movies in Review ends, we will be doing Rambo in Review. We'll be re- reviewing all of the Rambo movies. And then following following X-Men, I may start Godfather or Lord of the Rings. Not entirely sure. Uh, I have to watch Godfather and see if it's going to be something I'm going to stick with because I've recently seen Apocalypse Now, and it's directed by the same dude. So I don't know. I, I absolutely hated Apocalypse Now. Hated it. So I got to rewatch Godfather. I remember it being rather slow and just a very, very long movie back in the day when I did watch it, and I didn't really care for it. But, you know, my, my tastes have changed a little bit, so I'm going to give it another chance. So either The Godfather or Lord of the Rings is coming up next after X-Men. And, uh, yeah, y'all stay tuned. I will catch y'all next time on another review.